Hi, I'm Miles. And I'm Marika. And this is I Don't Know What I'm Doing. Because we don't. Hi, babies. Marika's in a, in a mood today. I don't know oh. what it is, but I'm in a constant rage. Against the machine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like... Mm. I don't know. I, I have no idea where it's coming from. I'm very easily annoyed. Like, like this morning, I felt it. Now, towards the end of the day, I'm feeling it again. We're just going to chalk it up to it's almost the time of the month. Well, it could be winter, too. I don't know. You know, like... It's weird because I typically don't feel this way. This is like where even people who don't annoy me, just them even walking around, I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> like, I, and it's nothing. It's just like them like doing stuff around the house. And I'm like, Arr! and this person, Joanna, uh-huh. he rarely annoys me. Like, her presence, her breathing doesn't bother me. Adam's breathing. That certain time of the month. Breathing. The oh, breathing. Yeah. The thing oh. that oh they do God. to stay alive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, oh, it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. But every woman, mm-hmm. okay, every, every trans cis woman. Wait, that <laughs> trans and cis are opposites. <laughs> You know, trans women have a time of the month also. Yeah, so I would say every, like, trans woman and cis woman, but it's, that's, like, so you can say every trans cis woman. Trans and cis. <laughs> Sorry, didn't emphasize right. that. Okay. Um, experience this time of the month where a man's breathing, or certain men, they're breathing wrong, <laughs> or they're breathing too close, <laughs> or they're just being wrong, <laughs> just gonna kill you. Marika's hands are going between like claws and fists throughout this entire monologue. Yeah. So, yeah. Feeling those feelings. Is that your fail? Uh, (laughs) I... You guys, we do fails. Yeah. We do fails uh, to start every episode, our fails of the fortnight. I would say yes. Getting annoyed by like non-existent things. Like they're really like it doesn't exist. Miles, um, what's your fail? My fail is that I threw my back out again. Oh, my God. But it's not that bad this time. What um, did you do? Was it sex? No, it was the gym like it always is. Oh, no. But, I mean, I'm already, like, so I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast, but I, like, two years ago, I did throw my back out at Planet yeah. Fitness, and I literally took two days out. To, it was really bad. Um, and I took two days off of work and I like literally laid on my wood floor for two days and I went through all of hinge and hinge said, there's no more people to show you. <laughs> and I said, but I'm lying on my back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> I'm already ready, except I can't have sex. Cause I will like have a spasm. Um, no, this was not. So this wasn't that this was like, you know, I was at the gym, I always feel like the gym is so bro but you can do something called a row. Yeah. A standing bent row, which is yes. when you are like bent over and you pull a bar 
yeah. up, essentially, towards yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really going to do it on this machine again. And not a machine. It was a Smith. It was a Smith machine where, like, mm-hmm. the lowest position that the bar can sit in is also about the height that I typically put the bar, which I don't think is good. I think pulling um, that really large amount of weight because I'm so strong. <laughs> I think pulling that amount of weight just from like a starting position, like instead of it being like, I, I kind of free the bar up and I get, and I kind of get in my position I like with it and then pull. This was just like, it's sitting on a thing and I'm pulling. I don't think my back liked that because it didn't really have the flexibility. But I have been doing physical therapy for my lower back, which is what I did last time when it was more seriously thrown. So I have been doing like different exercises mm. to just like That's good. slowly stretch it out. And like, do you today. stretch before you? Yeah. Work out? Oh yeah. Do you want to get to our main topic? Yeah. Do we have to do this stupid music? Um. Our topic today is, I don't know how to read comics. Marika, what's your relationship to comics? Manga. That's my relationship. Betty and Veronica, Jughead. So manga being Japanese comics. Yeah. And then Betty and Veronica Archie being American comics. Yeah. And then also like, you know, zits, peanuts. Oh, comic strips. Mm -hmm. Or like Sunday funnies. Garfield. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a cat. My cat it was my first cat it's named Garfield. A female Persian named Garfield. That was gray. Yeah, nothing matched. <laughs> nothing matched. I could not, because I was like, I don't know what to name this cat. Like, like the owner kept calling her Sweet Pea, and I'm like, maybe that's good. And then I was watching Garfield a lot, like every day after school or something. And I'm like, I, I clearly remember me and dad are driving to Aurora for something like tacos probably and we're in his green ford g or green ford pickup truck mm-hmm. and i said dad i know what we're gonna name the cat our cat it's like what garfield and it's stuck so and was he like really no i oh. think <laughs> i probably because he didn't say really because i would just you could tell i was just so happy i picked a name mm-hmm and this is like my first pet. My first pet, my first real pet that I got was when I was like 10, like 11 or 10 years old. And everybody else in my grade already have experienced dogs and cats and all that. Yeah. So, well, even the teachers had like classroom pets, you know? Yeah. Did you buy Archie Comics like from the Jewel checkout line? I think I did. Yeah. I don't know how I got into it. My mom, I think, had old ones or something. Oh, um, Miles, what was your first, what was your very first experience reading a comic book? Um, I remember the first comic I ever bought, because I don't know, I I don't know if Archie, if like Archie came first, I'm not sure, because we would buy that in the Jewel checkout, Mm -hmm. um, which Jewel is a grocery store in Illinois, and they would sell these, Archie comics is from like the 40s, but they would sell these digests or double digests, which were collections of just back Archie comics from like the Mm -hmm. last like 60 years. But my first one is, I remember going to, I think we'd seen a movie in downtown Geneva back when the Geneva theater was there. 
Yes. And we went to Graham Crackers Comics back when Graham Crackers was downtown Geneva before it moved. Oh to my gosh. Yes. Yes. Which I still like that location so much better. The downtown location was like so charming. Yeah. Now it's in a strip mall next to like a busy ass road next to like a dentist. It's just like stupid now. And next to like a cellular repair place. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it's not- just. The rent in Geneva probably was like very, very high. Well, no, they moved because to get more traffic. Because I mean, when we were going, when we were kids in Batavia and Geneva and St. Charles, Illinois, the downtowns were more powerful. And then when we got more into middle school, like the Batavia post office moved from the downtown to Randall Road. Everything started to focus to Randall Road. So they moved to Randall, I think, because a lot of things that I mean, they were like, we want more traffic, but this is where people are driving. They're not going downtown anymore. It's honestly sad. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the we saw this movie at the Geneva Theater, we went to Graham Crackers, and my mom, I guess, like let us buy a comic for the first time. And I think my comic is from 1994. Yeah. The cover's like all ripped off, and it's like this X-Men comic, but it's a reprint. It's from 94, but it's a reprint of an 80s comic. And it's this really weird comic where like New York has been trans has been transformed into like medieval times and like half of the good guys are like evil fighting the other good guys. It's like very confusing. It's very confusing. There's way too many characters and like the X-Men are in it, but also Spider-Man, but also the Avengers. Like there's like too many people in it. And my mom did not like that. The women are basically like so naked. I mean, she's not wrong in this comic. My mom hates like, the objectification of women. So I'm surprised. But wow, she didn't really... something that I agree with with Jamie Palmer. Well, okay, but you don't totally agree because she also doesn't like porn because she says that's okay. the objectification of women and she also doesn't like drag queens. So it goes beyond. <sighs> okay, to a certain extent, I agree with Jamie Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's some random X-Men comic that, yeah, I still have with the cover like torn off. It's so funny you say with the cover torn off. So my first memory of a comic book was like a comic book that my dad owned and it was basically a Superman comic and I didn't, I couldn't read at the time. It was too little or too stupid. One of the two or both. Um, and uh, it was basically Superman with a mermaid. Oh, so perfect for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mermaid. I don't know where, I don't remember him even giving it to me. I just remember it being on my bookshelf, like it appeared. Uh-huh. And then I would constantly look at the pictures and stuff. And um, I I remember I asked my dad about that comic like years ago. And he's like, oh, I don't know if that even belonged to me or not. I don't know where it's from. Like, was the cover torn off? I'm like, yeah, I th- maybe I think so. Because it, his dad was a garbage man, like an independent garbage man. So, what do you mean independent? Uh, he didn't work for a company. He had his own company, but it was just him. He um so basically only had like one truck or maybe like two or three or something like that. So basically like he would collect thrown out comic books, but I think for some odd reason for to not be like oh is you're reselling it in a way, they would have to rip off the cover. That's so sad. Yeah. It was sad. But but yeah, cuz you know, they were poor. So but also, it's a good comic, like perfectly fine. You don't need the cover. You I mean, yeah. Story. I know, but like, it's not as a kid. You're like, it's not the same. Well, I mean, I don't. To me, it's like I'm not. I don't care about comics being mint condition because, like, if you look at my comics, like they're just like so roughed up because I'm like I want to read them. But I just feel like to not have the cover, 
I just feel like that's like protecting the inside too. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. The whole essence, you know. It's like some... a nicer paper than the inside. Yeah, and... it is. It is. Yeah. Or at but... least it was. Comics have ni- are printed on nicer paper now, but. Miles, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can't read comics and you can. Yeah. I mean, uh, my relation to this theme, because I do read comics, is that like, I haven't been like up to date in a long time like on mm. current what is currently happening in comics basically i mean comics is you know it's a whole it's like books or movies it's a whole medium right um, graphic novels yeah i feel like i'm not like up to date on anything like i feel like i used to put more stuff on my christmas list and i used to be like ooh what came out this year and like i follow a lot of comics people on twitter Mm. Um, and always trying and like when they publish stuff it's like I just feel like I'm more just like my whole trick is like if you want to get into comics or read comics just go to the library because libraries just like every library has tons of comics because that's what gets the teens in and you can just go to the comic section I just go to the comic section every time I'm at the library and I don't even know what I want but I'm just like well it's all here and it's all free and it's like four four shelves and Mm. it's like a mix of like indie and manga and superhero and I'm kind of like what am I feeling but now that I'm on social media and like I follow comics people on Twitter and now I'm starting to follow like a lot of X-Men stuff on Twitter and they call it like hashtag X Twitter okay like um I'm like wait I'm so behind I don't know anything that's happening and there's like spoilers left and right can't keep up yeah I mean yeah because com I mean comics like that like single issue comics come out every month Ooh. um which Ooh, is girl. expensive i mean marika you must have been buying sailor moon from like borders books yes i was right beeline to that anime section like nobody's business and have my dad buy me a sailor moon manga book i got all of them mm-hmm. i got all of them except for sailor moon um so they're in stars, right? Number one. The, mm. You know, I got number two and three, like, you know, but I didn't, I, every time I got there, like it was gone and <clears throat> it was like very like, uh, disappointing when like I get there and like, I already have them all. Like I have all the ones that are available. And Isn't it funny to think of that time though? I mean, we lived through definitely our middle school years where the time when like manga exploded exploded to and yeah well and yeah anime blew up and manga blew up which is the comic version and like the big tokyo pop and like viz which tokyo pop eventually went bankrupt Mm. um they were the two big companies and they were just licensing everything like they were just doing english translations of like any manga to the extent where the borders had like this huge shelf of them and then you could walk around the shelf and there was even more. They had yeah, they had a huge selection. Huge. But it's weird huge. to it's weird to think that cuz I had this too where I was like there was one series where I had really hard trouble finding it and I literally could only find it at like certain stores, but now you just go on Amazon. Mm. That's you know? true. I mean, I still think you should support comic stores and bookstores, but like now you'd be like, well, I'll just go on Amazon and get that. Oh, God, that's such a good point. Yeah, like, I miss experience of, like, doing that and going to a bookstore and getting it and fishing for it or trying to find it and all that. Like, I I still have some of my 
my Sailor Moon manga in my room right now because my mom was throwing them away or giving them away. One of the two. So I'm like, let me just take what's remaining because I wanted to... I'm a sucker for hoarding nostalgia. So... You would never reread? No. So... So you had a perfect collection except for Sailor Moon Stars number one. And then your mom was like, I'm going to get rid of slash throw away bits and pieces of this perfect collection. Pretty much. I don't think it was like perfect, perfect, but, but yeah, pretty much because I just lost interest. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just started fading away cause you know, high school hit, you know, um, got a boyfriend at 16 and then got my heart broken at 16. And so, yeah. And then I concentrated on, I don't know, MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> My top eight. Well, that's the thing that that I want to talk about, too, is, like, why are comics something that people grow out of, but books are not? Um, I think it's, it's you know, because I think, like, when you're young, you're looking for entertainment, I guess. And now as an adult, you kind of associate reading with, like, work and knowledge and like because you you go to high school you go to college and reading because just becomes more challenging and more intense Mm -hmm. so anything that you're reading you want something i don't know i don't know easy but also like graphic novels are becoming so elaborate and intense and i think like we just as an adult we just associate something with a lot of pictures as something childish that's that's my final answer Okay. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's, it's interesting because it's like on the one hand, I mean, I mean, comics are so many things beyond superheroes. I think sometimes right. we think of them as the same, but I mean, movies are made, like a lot of movies have been made from comics, like Road to Perdition. That was a comic mm-hmm. um, or uh, some, a lot of sci-fi stuff, I think, but really right. like we've had Walking these, Dead, like Walking Dead. Yeah. So we've had Walking Dead was so popular and like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so popular Mm-hmm. But it's like almost to me eclipsed the source material, and I don't know if those companies are trying to get it. If Marvel, Marvel, and Marvel is making way more money off the movies than it is off of its comics. Like, let's be real. So it doesn't oh, really yeah. need to translate to try to get fans from the movies to read their comics because they don't even need that to happen. They just need China right. to watch the movies. <laughs> um, yeah, but that I mean that's interesting to me. We're like people are just like we have this whole genre of movies that's a superhero genre but that i don't really feel that's translating to more people reading comic books yeah i don't know no it doesn't but like adam you know adam is an avid reader as you can miles you can see like all these fantasy whatnot Mm -hmm. you know but he's never been into comics but he's into like marvel and stuff but yeah i mean for me i think i've had trouble with like like I like I said, I usually go to the library and I will like get some like graphic novels. Like I'm not doing it like we used to do with manga, where I'm getting like the first manga and then the second and then the third and then the fourth. Right. Because the beauty of that with Japanese stuff, especially, is that like it's so consistent. Like it's all done by the same writer and right. like the same artist, which is usually like a studio of artists, but they don't tell you that. Right. It's like consistency, but like with modern like Marvel or DC comics, it's like they're switching the writers every year and they're switching the artists every like mm-hmm. few months or there's a fill-in artist and you're like, like I remember my 
Korean friend who I lent a comic, I lent him like a Batgirl graphic novel, which Batgirl was like super good, the few that I have. Um, and he was like, why did the art change in the middle of this trade paperback? And I'm like, oh yeah, I guess from an Asian perspective, that would be so weird because you're like, there's just one artist that's going to do it for like 10 years. But I'm like, right. oh, they probably got busy on a different assignment and they had to get a fill-in artist. Oh, that would bother me. No, I would notice that too, probably. It bothers me, but I, it bothers me that it's so like all over the place. And I think that, I think that editorial probably keeps people out and keeps me out because I'm like, Every two years, they're like, this is the new era of X-Men, and we're starting it with X-Men number one. We're taking it all back. And then a year later, they're like, this is the new era of X-Men, and we're taking it back to number... I'm like, we just did that last year. You're the one who, like, introduced me to to X-Men. It was so hot in the 90s. And, like, the the show... The show was huge. Like, that was just the big property of the 90s. Jean Grey was so annoying. <laughs> she Even though was. I, I honestly, she's one of my favorite X Men because she's like whatever, like a super mutant or whatever they're called. I can never remember the name of the the type of mutant that she is. She's an Omega level mutant. Yes, yes, yeah. Omega level. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know Phoenix, but she's always like Scott, Scott. <laughs> like all the time. Well, she's always like falling off a cliff or tripping on a rock or like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, like a damsel in distress, like all, all the time. I'm like, oh my God, what is happening here? Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of sad thinking about like that show had a mm-hmm. better gender balance than like the modern Marvel movies. What do you? Oh, because it had like four female characters and like four or five male characters. Mm-hmm. Like, but the right. mo- the modern movies are like we'll give you Black Widow and otherwise gonna be a sausage fest on this screen. Like Scarlet Witch. Okay, yeah. So then, in the, then they added two new characters, one of whom was a woman, and then the other one was a man. Captain Marvel too. I okay. There's so three. <laughs> Three and there's like eight or like twelve male characters. I know there's a lot of. It's guys. been it's just been weird. It's been weird for me to see because I grew up. I love like the X Men comics from like the mid seventies until like nineteen ninety, which is all one writer, which just doesn't happen anymore. There's just this one guy, Chris Claremont, who just wrote X Men for like sixteen years, and every single character that he introduced was a female character. Oh my gosh! Because he inherited when he got the X Men. It was like all guys and Storm, which Storm is an amazing, like badass character, but it was like Wolverine, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Cyclops, yeah, Storm, right? So that every character that he got to make on he, he create on his own, he was going to create a female character. So he eventually, through the 80s, X Men became, I think, half female, and then there was another team of the New Mutants, which was majority female, and he was just like. Why? And then he took, he's the one that made up the Phoenix, mm. Jean Grey. He was like, why can't a woman be the most powerful female, super, most powerful superhero, male or female, and like yes. eat planets? Um, right. And he wanted to have, I just read this. He wanted to have Phoenix like fight like Thor or like the Silver Surfer or something. And edit- mm-hmm. Marvel editorial said no. You cannot have your character be more powerful. This female character be more powerful than Thor. You can't do that. 
He's a feminist. So then he had, his workaround was like, he had her defeat a villain that had defeated Thor. He was like, okay, we're going to work around it. Yes. And he also, (laughs) I mean, there was a lot of stuff like he, Rogue, Rogue from X-Men, her mom is Mystique, right? Like adopted mother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And not so much like in the movies, but in the comic, like Rogue is adopted by Mystique. And then this woman, Destiny, who is like, um, she's blind, but she can see the future. Okay. And um, she's like old, but her, she always has like bare legs. Okay. <laughs> but he was like, I want Rogue to be a child of Destiny and Mystique. And I want it to be that Mystique turned into a man and had sex with Destiny and impregnated her. Whoa. And Marvel editorial said no. in the 80s, there is no homosexuality in the Marvel universe. But it's not homosexuality. I mean, you're right. The sex wasn't, but he he wanted them to be like like girlfriends, wives. Okay. And they were like, you oh. can't do this. Mm. So it's crazy to me that 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 X Men was so female cool. What I grew up reading because I grew up reading. I would just go to Graham Crackers and I would buy the '80s stuff, and I would go to the King County Flea Market and I would buy the '80s stuff. Oh yeah. Um, it was three for two dollars. It was amazing. And this one dude who's not there anymore just had like everything. And of course it was Zachary and I, so we were only buying $2 at a time. Okay. Which like we should have just been buying like everything he had. <laughs> right. Um, and then to turn around and see like the modern Marvel movies and even the model, modern X-Men movies where it's like all about Wolverine. Mm. Like, and Yeah, it is. The movie Logan was really good though. I know. I still want to see it because everyone said it was so good and I do want to see it. It was so good. It was um, so good. I cried. And I like the male... X-Men 2, but it's just funny. Like the Days of Future Past movie where Wolverine goes back in time to the 70s and you see mm-hmm. his like naked butt. That storyline in the comic stars Kitty Pride. She goes back in time and it's starring her, but the movie's made it about Wolverine. So everything has skewed so male. Uh, which is sad to me. That is that is sad. I've so I've tried to read comics like the past let's say two years, mm-hmm. I can't get into it anymore. Which Just ones are you trying to read? What, the ones that you let me borrow that I hopefully gave back, but I can't remember. Oh, I lent you that like history of the X-Men drawn by that like cool black artist who drew like history of hip hop. No, you didn't. Um, you gave me a Days of Futures past. I gave that back to you. Oh, okay. But then there's another one that I think you had like two copies of. Yeah, that's like the history one. Oh, it's like a summary. It's kind of like a weird summary comic of their history. And it's drawn by this like indie artist. So everyone just looks like fat and like ugly. It's amazing. I mean, those aren't, those are just specific. Like one of those comics is from the early eighties. Like they're not modern. None of that is like really modern. Mm -hmm. Clearly I did not read it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying like, cause the comics genre is so big. Like when my, okay. My one coworker, Siobhan, was like, I've never read a comic in my life. You should just lend me something. Mm. So I lent her this comic called Little Miss Don't Touch Me, which is a French comic translated into English. <laughs> and it's about a two girls in like 1900s, early 1900s France. The one girl's sister gets murdered and she witnesses mm. the murder through a hole in her bedroom wall. And then she finds out that the murderers are linked to this high-end whorehouse, so she becomes a whore to solve the murder. Oh, my God. And it's, like, 
amazing. And my coworker was like, this was so good. And like, not what I thought a comic was. And it was like naked and slutty and like murder and scary. So maybe you've seen something like that. Maybe. I don't know. I just can't get into reading lately. I don't know. I just. Oh, so the problem is just reading in general. I think it is. I don't know. Like this, I'm really addicted to my phone lately. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. What's yeah? Wait, it's we should do an there. episode on that. Oh, we should. Okay, we'll do it next time. With the phone thing, I mean, I the internet has created such a thing where it's so visual. Yeah. Like when we first experienced the early internet, it was like all just like websites with like text. Oh God, yes. It was just these like shitty web pages <sighs> with just tons of text. Oh my God. Right. And even, like, Uh, blogs. Marika's, like, sad. No, I'm, like, reminiscing about, like, me using, like, being at my dad's um, restaurant and just being in the office, logging into, like, their internet, using the one laptop that they had, and going constantly going on, like, Sailor Moon websites and, like, going to the chat room and stuff for Sailor Moon and, like... It was just, oh, so great. So, 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 so wonderful. Yeah, it was like the internet was so, like, innocent. Uh, I felt that way. I mean, it was just this weird place where people could, like, dump anything. And now it's so corporate and, like, monetized and, Mm -hmm. you know. That's why I really like Twitter, because Twitter kind of feels like this weird, like, anything goes place still unlike the rest but you know that's why i like instagram is it's because like i can i don't really have to look at people's comments as like i feel like i'm forced to look at comments on facebook i don't know why mm. versus like instagram i'm not forced i'm i'm like look at this video look at this picture i'm like oh all right, cool. And you're scrolling. Your brain is like, this is so much better than that stupid shit reading. <laughs> exactly. Yes, exactly. It's like, let's ignore adult stuff. So Yeah. Are you reading a comic right now? Um, I just finished um, so basically, I'm just gonna keep going back to X-Men. X-Men was completely relaunched last year. They basically mm-hmm. were like, we have not done anything new like really brand new with this title in like 35 years. Mm-hmm. Like we've just been like, oh, mutants want to like live with humans in harmony, but like other people don't want that. But the X-Men right. want that. But finally last year they were like, fuck that. We're doing something completely different and we're blowing the whole shit up. So I just read that. Basically the X-Men have their own country now. And okay. they're like, um, humans, we're not going to try to live with you anymore because fuck you. We're having our own country and you need to recognize that the UN needs to recognize this country. And they've developed like three drugs that the rest of the planet can't make because they're not mutants. And they're like, this drug makes you live longer. This drug cures like tons of diseases and this drug does some third thing. And if you want mm-hmm. us to like trade that drug with you, you got to recognize us as a country. Oh, so it's a completely different, like, they have a government. It's, like, a completely different status quo. So I just finished that. And now I'm reading, like, a book book right now, too. Oh, because you and Andy had the book club? Um, Boyfriend book club. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, he's recruiting. He's, he asked you and he asked his brother if you guys want to be in it. So it's not just exclusive. We just have to finish this book first, which I'm almost done. 
Yeah. <sighs> Since that was one of your goals. I know it is. I don't know. Like I just um I don't know. They just went I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know about reading or I don't know about this book club because you don't have to join I don't know club. about reading and- oh, Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but- For me reading comics, I'm just like, oh, this is like not like it's more exciting to me than real reading because I'm like, ooh, art and like Right. And that's why I reread them a lot because I'm like, I'm going to reread this and just notice all the shit in the art I didn't notice. Yeah. It's, I get too distracted. Like, I can't concentrate on it. And I really, it's it's really bad phase right now. I need to, like, get out of my funk of, like, not reading shit. What did we learn? Is that, are we there yet? <laughs> we can be. <laughs> oh. I learned that I really need to get on with this reading thing. By hook or by crook. What? By hook or by crook. Have you heard that phrase? No. I think it's more British. Like, I'm going to do it, like, no matter, not no matter what, but, like, any, I'm going to do it whether it's this or whether it's that, I'm going to do it. Hook or by crook? Yeah. Just imagine a British person saying, okay. I'm going to do it by hook or by, no, that's wrong. I think it means more Irish. Wait, 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 wait. Let me try to, let me do, I think I can do Irish. Okay. I have to always start with that line from the movie The Lobster. I have not seen that movie. Okay. Well, he, they're like, what animal do you want to be? And he was like, he's like a lobster. He's like, I would like to be a lobster. Like to be a lobster. Ireland. I would like to be a lobster by hook or by crook. By hook or by crook. Maybe it's like that. Um, I have to like, like grab myself lobster. in that lob- lobster. lobster. But they have their, because they have bars. You're a traitor. Yeah, something like that. It always goes two Beatles. Um, the intonation. <laughs> oh my God. Um, okay, so that's what you learned. I didn't learn anything because I knew it all, but. Right. <laughs> you excel in this area. I mean, why I, so why I bought that X-Men thing I just read was like $50. Whoa. It was collecting like 20 issues into this huge hardcover thing. And I bought that for Zachary for Christmas. Cute. And then I bought it because I was like, I want to be up to date on everybody on the internet is like, this is the best X-Men has been since the 1980s. Like we waited through the nineties, 2000s and the teens. And finally it's like doing something really fresh. So I was like, Zachary, we need to start reading this again. And we need to be up to date and like talking about it. And like, let's like be like current with this comic, which I haven't been current with the Marvel comics since like I was in high school. That's why I was like, bought it for him. And I bought it for myself to be like, we got to get on the same page. So that's not really learning anything, but that's like where I want to go with comics right now. Just being on top of it. And I'm sorry, indie comics. I'm not ignoring you because obviously like you're the real shit and like Marvel's an evil corporation, but like <clears throat> it's an exciting media franchise, okay, that I grew up with. And Come I am on. like Stanley and Kirby did a lot of amazing things with comics. Yeah. God, I'm <sighs> I'm sad that the Marvel, now that Disney owns Fox. That I'm sure, like, Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to start making X-Men movies. Oh, yeah, they will. And they're going to start... We're going to have to start from scratch all over again. They're going to get it wrong all over again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because the movies always struggle with that stuff. Well, they have to think about, like, cinematography and location and, like, money and, you know, all that jazz. Well... Also, I think that what they're trying to adapt 
is wild because if you were to ask, like, there's there's a comic story, an X-Men storyline I really like that's three issues. Mm-hmm. And I think that would make a perfect movie. It's just a three issue little thing. But what I think the movies try to do, especially with like why they can't get the Dark Phoenix right, is that's like 80 issues. That's years of buildup that they built that up in the comics and you're trying to put it in two hours. Oh. So the character relationships and the buildup and the drama and the payoff and the climax is just not going to make sense in the, in a movie format like that. Mm-hmm. It's too rushed. Mm. Did you ever see that, Phoenix? Which one? When there's they did it the one. first time or when they did it the second time? What? Well, there's X-Men Last Stand, which is the third one. That, no, just, just the movie about from Sansa from Game of Thrones. Yeah, I saw it in theaters with my friend Michael. It was not good. Yeah, no, I, it was I was not good. I heard that and I was too afraid to watch it. The beginning was really cool. Okay. Like, the beginning was really exciting because they're like, they throw you into the movie. You're suddenly in space. They're trying to do this rescue mission. It's like, it's very like high tension. Anyone could die at any moment. Like that was the coolest part of the oh, movie. Okay. And then from there, it's like downhill. Ugh. Yeah. Mostly because like those movies just simplify Dark Phoenix to like, this is a woman who can't handle all this crazy power. So she's going to be corrupted by it and turn evil. Like that's what they just like simplify it down to. That's stupid. Yeah. She's crazy. Yeah. They're like, this power made her crazy. Crazy. Like (laughs) how about like, she's feeling like misunderstood and no one's listening to her feelings. Okay. Or what she's going through. And you know, learning how to channel and control this power like how about that same thing will happen with a man too to have all that power okay rage duh when when men have no ability to control their emotions they're like oh it's fine you know it's hormones like oh no she's just crazy god fucking stupid hollywood anyways sorry yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's, yeah, it's just really oversimplifying. Like, they're like, we have two hours to tell the story, so she's just evil now, and we can't stop her. Oh, no. And it's like, okay, well, <laughs> in the comics, she ate a son, okay? So where was that in the movie? <laughs> she ate a son. Again, again. <laughs> that would have been really yeah, funny. too expensive sometimes. And then she has guilt because she destroyed a son so she killed a planet of like six billion people and then she has guilt about it and she's like how can i keep going on living when i killed billions of people but like we don't have time for that in a a hollywood movie Mm -hmm. okay well we're gonna move on with the transition music everyone loves yay Yay. (laughs) we're back to close out our very nerdy show yep with our successes of the week Miles, you go first. This is going to get even nerdier. I'm sorry. I apologize to I apologize to all the jocks out there. Um, <laughs> I got a Dungeons and Dragons campaign started. Good for I, you. Yeah, I mean, I think winter is a great time to play Dungeons and Dragons, and quarantine is an even better time because it's just a good act social activity that takes time. And I bothered my boyfriend's friend, who I'm not really friends with, but I like found out through the grapevine that. Because you guys, if you want a Dungeons & Dragons campaign, you need a Dungeon Master to run it. And it's hard to find those because everybody just wants to be a player. Because mm-hmm. a Dungeon Master takes work. But I found somebody that wanted to do it. And I, like, bugged him, bugged him. And I bugged everyone else. And I, like, got it to happen. Which is, like, no easy task. To, you know, just to collect yeah. adults and, like, get them to come to a time. So now we have a campaign. And it's psychological horror. Oh. Yeah. 
it's set in like a really snowy, like Arctic world and psychological horror. So I'm curious. When is this campaign? I mean, I'm sure that the Dungeon Master like bought it online because you can like buy pre-made campaigns and then you can just do whatever you want with them. Mm. And I can't remember the town, like the thing we're in, but we're just in this like tundra-y world and we already had to kill somebody and take his eyes. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Who's the, who's the master? Um, It's Andy's friend, John. Mm. So. That's yeah. fun. And I'm like a crystal. My name is um, Tourmaline Bijou. But it's more like Tourmaline Bijou because she's like kind of French and kind of like she likes wine. And do you need wine? Because I bought three as the bar. And as the bar. And she's like, um, she's this race, this like earth ganasi or something. So she has like mm-hmm. crystal. I mean, Tourmaline is a stone. And her skin looks like Tourmaline stone. And she has like crystal and she's sparkly. And she has like a gem staff. And I'm like, I just wanted her to be like this like, amazing gem shiny thing so marika's gonna draw it for me and we'll put that on instagram uh yeah it's gonna be a manga bunny i was gonna say it's gonna be someone's gonna turn into a drawing of a bunny yep um wow we didn't even talk about in this comics episode how i went to college for comics but oh well that's okay we did we did now okay so my success is i posted something about the farmers protest in india basically what i posted was rihanna's tweet of like why aren't we talking about this hashtag farmers protest and then has a cnn um article attached to it or whatever Mm -hmm. so this person on my instagram was like because we have enough shit going on the united in the in the u.s and i'm like you're a fucking idiot. Um, anyways. That's such a crazy thing to say. It really is. It's such a crazy... It, 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 <clears throat> what I translate that to is like, you don't care about other poor people outside of the United States. Mm-hmm. You don't care about them. Caring about people around the world will make this country better any country better actually because we dip our fucking little hands into everything okay so all of a sudden when someone's struggling we're like oh actually we have enough shit at home sorry like no fuck that anyways so i typically ignore this stuff like i don't want to engage but like you know what like i'm uh, don't try me today okay no i guess so I'm like, because we're not the only country that matters, dot, dot, dot. And then he's like, yeah, but let's take care of our shit first. I'm pretty sure we have enough shit on our plates. And I'm like, caring about another country's social climate doesn't minimize how much I care about our country. Like, how is that affecting, like, me donating to a charity here? Like, I'm not going to donate to India. I'm not going to donate to a charity here, but I am going to, like, talk about this because it needs to be talked about like what well like caring is not like a finite resource it's yeah. infinite you can care about as many things as you want exactly yeah. exactly like and i'm like what are you i want to be like i wanted to call him out and be like what are you doing here what what are you doing to help your community and your neighborhood yeah oh did you vote for every judge in your circuit oh my court, God. court? Did no. you? Because I sure did. I sure did. And I bet you didn't. 
Bet you didn't. Because you're like, and my unborn child actually did. <laughs> so. Damn right. Me and my eggs. <laughs> this, this election and the last election and the primary election too. Okay. We did that. Okay. Researched every single judge. All right. So suck it. And then he replies, then again, the source is Rihanna and CNN. So, and then he does like this emoji winky tongue face. And I'm like, I'm not going to respond to that because you clearly know that I'm right and you're wrong because you're changing the subject. Like, oh, but it's this. Like, I'm like, no. Well, okay. There's not really a you're right and he's wrong. It's just a difference of outlook because he is taking an isolationist viewpoint, which is something that many of Americans have taken. We took in World War One. I. I don't agree with that outlook, but it is an outlook that, you know. It's wrong. You know, countries like Myanmar was was a closed country for a long time because they were like, we just got to take care of us, fuck everybody else. But that, and North Korea too, but that's not, didn't end up well for either of them. But like, we don't, we don't, but the thing is, we don't do that. Okay? Yeah, we have our hand in everything. Look at Iraq. Look at Syria. Okay? <laughs> Enough said. Enough said. Yeah. The well, Middle East. Israel. Syria okay? is funny because we try to stay out of it. But so right. many people in Syria and, like, the, the freedom fighters and the Everybody was just like, America, where are you? America, where are you? And we were like, no, we're not doing that this year. We're like doing Asia. Obama was like, we're doing Asia this year. And they're like, no, America, where are you? (laughs) (laughs) But like, look at like, you know, Israel, for example, we like what we we moved the the U.S. embassy to to Jerusalem. Yeah. Right. That was a huge thing. Uh, Are you saying that's not metal? Like. Oh, we're taking care of our own shit? No, we're not. No, we're not. We're not. You know why? Because student debt is astronomical, but the minimum wage is still the same in the past fucking 20 years. Wait, what is student debt? Student debt is like rising. What was the adjective that you used? What? Astronomical. (laughs) Is that a Astronomical? Astronomical. Astronomical. Not astronomical. (laughs) Um, but like, you know, the cost of living is rising, but the, are wages stagnant? Yeah. yeah. They've been stagnant, yeah. maybe not 20, but 10. We're not taking care of things at home. And just because I'm like posting something that needs to have more awareness, I'm sorry. I post about Black Lives Matter all the fucking time and also climate issues with our environment and shit. Like, whatever. It is what it, like, I'm just... But I'm proud of myself that I actually engaged a little bit. Are you friends with this person? Like, more or less. I don't know. Mm. The mix, but I don't know. They're God, like a, is, that is what social media is now. We're like, wait, I don't care about any of these people that I'm like, that I'm interacting Very with. few people I care about on social media. Like, yeah. I don't, like, I wish you well. I don't wish you, I wish you good health. I don't, I hope that you don't have any major troubles in your life. You know, by the same time, I'm like, eh, God, shut the fuck up. Keep scrolling. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll have a lot to talk about on that phone episode. Yeah. Um, we're going to do a phone episode. Okay. Well, that's the show. You, we're just going to do some housekeeping of where you guys can like get in touch with us. So right. our email is idkpod at gmail.com. You can email us questions for the question episodes there. 
or on Instagram at idkwhatpod. You can um, tell us how we shouldn't talk about India there. <laughs> right. Right and there. And then I'm UgFine, which is UG6Hs Fine on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And I'm just on Instagram with mad and hate, H-A-Y-T-E, behind it. So. Yeah, Marika's feeling the mad and the hate today. Yeah. Representing <laughs> both things. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys. Well, like, go to the library and read a comic or something. Yeah, or do something productive. Read something. Read. Reading Rainbow. I can't. <laughs> Anywhere is that? I. Take a look. That's it. I don't know the words. Because I'm so strong. <laughs> <laughs>